So often, we leave ourselves behind in the pursuit of this world. The acknowledgement, acceptance, and love of our true, core self is rarely present, but it is the order of the day. Hi, my name is Asia, but you can call me Mawaya. And Mawaya stands for meet you where you are. And in this space, I want you to be able to look at yourself without fear, without hate, and without judgment. Transform the inside so as to transform your outside. Let's get it in. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Soul Chat Saturdays on the Soul Uninhibited Podcast. It's your host, Mawaya, and if you're new here, cheers. We're glad to have you. Thank you for showing up and thank you for tuning in on this lovely Saturday or whenever you're listening to this uh, podcast. So I want to continue on in my discussion of lightworkers, heart-centered people, and people who identify along those two lines and the overcorrections that we do. I realized that I didn't actually uh, define overcorrections, so let me go ahead and do that. Um, I mentioned it a few, uh, quite a few episodes ago when I first started talking about overcorrections, but if you're new here, let me go ahead and explain to you what I mean by an overcorrection. So uh, it started from a thought about, you know, driving. If you need to swerve out of the way, if you need to change directions, you either do it incrementally, but most people tend to overcorrect their will in order to account for whatever obstacle, whatever they're trying to avoid. So they tend to overcorrect and then it, it's it's an overcorrection, it's overdoing it. So you end up spiraling, hydroplaning, hitting something else and having the opposite effect of what you were trying to go for had you just minutely shifted your will. And so that's what I've been seeing going on in the lightworker community. There's different things that, different behaviors, different uh, aspects of, of, and I put myself in this category of personality, of behaviors, of coping that are overcorrections. Um, and so the last two episodes, I kind of dug into, into us a little bit um, with just not being helpful and wanting to be one way, but your shadow side always comes out. And so this week, I'm going to kind of take a little bit of a shift and, you know, kind of praise us for the good things that we do. So one of the beautiful things about a light worker or a heart center person, if that term doesn't fit you, doesn't sit well with you, uh, is that we have the ability to be compassionate. We have the ability to make space for people. We have the ability to have empathy for people. And this is a beautiful thing because in a world so cold where what you know what you're going through is your problem because I have more I have my problems to deal with or um you know who cares who I hurt I'm making sure that I'm taking care of me so these types of uh actions and thought processes in the in in our collective tends to cause uh it feels good when uh light workers are present and can hold that space and can give empathy and can uh, give compassion and have compassion and be patient and all these virtues, right? Um, so I love that about us. Um, 
I'm going to do a whole, I might do a whole episode specifically talking about the good things because I don't want to keep digging into this, but the whole purpose of this overcorrection is to talk about where we go wrong, right? So with that beautiful, beautiful way of being in the world, this can also be an overcorrection. So the name of this episode is going to be the empath versus hypervigilance. Um, okay, so empathy, have it being an empath. A lot of light workers and heart center people call themselves empaths and they talk about it as if this is some gift. This is something that, uh, you know, is something that you're gifted with, but not, not many people have that, you know, it is something that is bestowed upon you and you're an empath and I'm an empath. When a lot of the times empaths are the result of having a childhood and needing to be hyper vigilant in that childhood needing to attune to the caregivers uh, around you in order to get your needs met needing to be hyper aware of the emotions going on in the household so that you know how to act so that you aren't punished made you know uh, singled out um made out to be a problem scapegoated whatever you had to do in order to actually you know be at peace and to see receive the needs that you needed so you tend to be hyper vigilant you have a pulse on the emotions of the house um so i want to give those of y'all who are listening who i who identify as an impact i want to give you you know give you some type of litmus test for your empathicness and that is Okay, so we know that empaths have say that they can't be around crowds because they take in a lot of energy and and negative negative energy brings them down and they can feel it, they can feel the emotions, they can, you know, all this. See if you can actually feel the emotions when somebody is happy, when somebody is joyous, when somebody's in a good mood, when somebody is, you know, living their best life. How easily are you able to attune to that type of person um, versus when you are when you get brought down and you get brought into a negative space by somebody else's negativity, complaining, and things like that? How well are you able to actually receive joy and to tune to joy and to be empathic when it comes to a joyous person, when it comes to a person who's in their right mind and feeling good and in a high vibe? You know, so that's going to be your litmus test because a lot of times we say that we're empaths, but we are only tuned in to the negative emotions. We only, we can't, we're introverts because we can't deal with the, the, the negative, the negative energy out there because it affects us. We we're sensitive to that. We feel a lot. Um, are we able to actually feel goodness when it, when somebody else is in that mood or is it only when we feel good? that we can tap into that or you know like you can be having a good day and then you happen upon somebody who's negative or somebody who's low vibe and then it's it f's up your mood well okay so you maybe say that you're empathic and you picked up on their vibration and now it affected you because you're so sensitive but when you're in a low vibe and somebody's happy does it have the same equal and opposite reaction does it have the same effect if it doesn't then then that test has failed in my opinion so I think we should take a step back from that term, I'm an empath, and really maybe call it what it is, which is just you're in a hypervigilant state 
and you're more sensitive to those who have negative emotions um, than those who have positive emotions. When somebody's in a positive mood, you don't have to even give, you don't even have to take that in because you're safe, you are, you know, things are chill, you don't have anything to worry about. But when somebody's in a negative mood, that's automatically going to put you in a flight or fight state. It's automatically going to affect you. It's going to automatically have a negative reaction on you because now you have to attune to that. And now you overgive or you do too, do too much in order to help that person uh, get out of that situation. A lot of times empaths say that negative people find them or, you know, like, like a moth to a flame almost type of scenario. And I'm not gonna say that that's not true because people who are needing something, they do gravitate towards people who uh, was it, emit that. So if you're emitting good vibrations, chill, or you know, whatever, whatever that feeling is, if you're emitting that, emitting that, then people are going to gravitate towards that because that might be something that they are attracted to, that they love about you, that, you know, feels good to them. So I'm not going to say that the moth to a flame uh, analogy isn't 100% true. At the same time, people who are empaths, aka hypervigilant, tend to have more negative people in their life because they want to fix those people. They feel an obligation to help those people. Um, they feel obligated to to make sure the situation is okay, which is really a deep-seated uh, need to make sure that they're okay, to make sure their environment is okay, uh, to make sure that they feel safe. So they go to the, the lowest vibe in the room and fixate on that because because that's the point where they like they don't feel safe so they need to do something about that they need to tune into them they just figure out what they need so that they can make that person better so that they everything feels safe again so you know that is that's really what's happening when it comes to this empathic uh mo modality i guess i don't know what word to call it but that's what's happening if you are not able to also have that same reaction when it comes to the high the higher vibrations the higher emotions the uh the feel-good emotions like if you can't run to that to that side and you know be a part of that you're automatically drawn to the low, the negative side then you're probably more in hyper vigilance and you're not really uh I wouldn't call yourself an empath in the sense of what we what we mean when we say that. You could still be empathic and still be empathetic. That's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful gift. And I don't want you to misunderstand me. Like that is a beautiful gift and a beautiful practice. I'll say it's a practice that not many people, you know, will practice often because it's exhausting. <laughs> um it's a lot of work so that's beautiful that you have that conviction but just know that it's not some type of gift to be this way it's kind of like nature and nurture you may be naturally heart-centered and so of course you want to make sure that the the person that needs the most help receives that help that you can give at the same time it's uh it's nature because it's your environment. Your environment kind of triggered that out of you. You had to be empathic in order to get your needs met, in order to make sure everything was okay. So it's, you know, it's both of those things. And so I wanted to sh shine light on this because if you 
put it in your mind as hypervigilance, then you can own what's yours and you can leave the rest. You won't have to feel so obligated to help the, the, the most needed person in the room if you don't have the capacity to do so. Now, if you have the capacity, you have so much to give that day, then by all means, please be heart-centered and do what you do. But otherwise, you know, and on the other hand, empathic people or people who just tend to be givers and overgivers, they overgive and overgive thinking that they're going to receive love or thinking that it's going to make everything feel good when it doesn't because that person is never, the person that they're helping is never really learning how to do it themselves. You're coming to their rescue and you're doing it every time because you have a subconscious motivation to feel safe. So, um, so just be aware of that. I love that that is something that we can pride ourselves on being empathetic and empathic. I love that. So it's not to say that this is like a negative trait. This is a very beautiful trait, but know when to ignite it and also know when to tune to people who are more high vibe and maybe learn that practice that you know then you can really say that you're a true empath because it's like you know you can be that moth now it's like okay there's somebody in this room that feels good let me find that person let me not be so like bogged down because there's one other person or there's a group of people in this room that are just negative like i can't don't let that ruin your night if you're going out or something like that like find the joyous person and come and attune to them and feel that emotion and and you know you know adjust your your frequency to that don't do it on the other hand you know so you have a you have a choice in this and that's the true god goddess nature of it all so yeah just be aware be aware and don't feel so obligated to feel to say that you are empathic which which means you feel negative vibrations which means that you can't go out you can't live your life you can't you do certain things you stop yourself from doing certain things like you know that that's only half the truth you know that's only half the truth so that is an overcorrection calling yourself an empath when you really have not found the balance in it it's an overcorrection to the other side and then it causes you to make excuses for why you can't live your life or why it's so hard to be around people and all these things um all of these things are true but also they are not true you know like there's balance to it there's always two sides um of the same coin there's all there's always another path in the same scenario <laughs> oh that makes sense so all right y'all that's what i want to come on here today talk talk to you about and let me know how you feel about this let me know if it resonates um you can email me at tribe at mawaiatribe.com um you know any questions that you may have a story that you have uh you want to relate you want to just like say hey i get this or hey like i don't like what you're saying or i don't really agree with you on this like feel free to email me at tribe and mawaii tribe you can also find me on instagram at mawaii tribe and you can find me on youtube at mawaii tribe um, mawaii is spelled m-y-w-i-a and uh, i look forward to hearing from y'all i love y'all and i will talk to y'all next week happy journeying Wow, wow, wow.